Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, I'm sitting with my best friend, Tony. What's up? What's going on, brother? I always love when we get to do stuff like this. Um, I I love to, I feel like there's there's just a lot of value in these conversations. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime we get a chance to talk to someone that can um, help the industry or help people in, in the industry. We're all about it. We're, we're all about it. So today we're, we're talking to Murdu Parikh and Murdu, she, um, she's a productivity coach. Um, and I gotta be honest, I'm not quite sure, you know, what qualifies, uh, to be a product productivity coach, but, but we're going to get in that. Um, this is going to be a three-part series. And the first series is going to be on setting intentions. The second one is going to be setting attentions. And then the last one is of course, how do we hold on to all that with our retention? So for the next three weeks, we're going to um, be releasing intentions, attention, and retention um with with Murdu and uh and yeah i'm gonna throw us off track a little bit all right go ahead you messed me up i did yeah because you you said her name so fast i didn't get a chance to try to mess you up <laughs> <laughs> i know you said uh, we, we, we banter for a minute and then i, I was waiting the next thing you know you threw it out there i was like and you got it right well, dude, I knew I I knew once I got through it that uh, i wasn't going to give you the yeah. chance to, to mess me up man. <laughs> I was like man man but yeah Go ahead. I'm Perdue, sorry. Perik. You got it. We got it. All right. Now cool. it's stuck in. Now, you, that, now yeah. it's stuck. It's, yeah. boom. Yep. it's right there. You got it. You can't get you can't get me anymore. <laughs> Next podcast. <laughs> podcast, exactly. So, Miss Murdu Perik, welcome to your day off. Thank you so much. You've either had a lot of coffee or some alcohol, because it's really the only way people can say my name typically. So kudos to you. Oh, yay. Boom. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. There wasn't, it half, half the pot of coffee was gone when I arrived. So <laughs> that yeah, makes sense. Definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely on it. <laughs> Merdu, man. Welcome. Welcome to your day off or welcome. Thanks. To I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to talk about this stuff. Absolutely, man. So, um, I, I kind of teased about it. Like, like what is a productivity coach and, 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 and why, why do we all need one? Well, I think we're all feeling overwhelmed, right? Everyone is juggling a ton of distractions, a ton of demands, both personally and professionally. And it just gets overwhelming, right? There's a lot of stress, anxiety. Um, I think anyone listening here is driven, ambitious. So we're just always trying to do all the things for all the people all the time. And in while doing that, we can just feel overstretched and sometimes lose sight of our priorities. And how many times do you feel like you're working all day, right? You're like, from the time I get up to I go to bed, I'm on, I'm doing all the things. And yet, and yet before you go to bed, you're like, I got nothing done today, right? It's the worst 
feeling. That's the worst feeling. So that's what I help with. Me every day too. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why we need one of me um, just to really help you get on track, get focused. But for me, like a win for me, if I'm working with someone is, do you feel really successful at the end of the day? Like, do you feel really good about what you got done? It's not about how much you got done, but how do you feel about it? You know, Murdo, it's really interesting because at the time of this recording, like Tony, Tony, Katie and I were, um, were in the process of organizing a hair show, you know, and like whenever you kind of organize an event, the to-do list is way bigger than the, than, than there's time in the day. I mean, like literally today I have like five meetings about, about the event in a couple of weeks and, and, and. Yeah, I kind of wish I had you like a month and a half ago to kind of help me, uh, help me. Uh, well, I mean, so how do how does it work? Like, do you help me? Let, can you walk us through it? Like, like, if you were to coach me, like, are you helping me get my schedule together? Or but you're not like a personal assistant, right? Right, right. So um, literally, if we were if we were, if we were to work together, we kind of go through five, five phases, I guess, kind of find five universal parts of I think just getting being productive and feeling really good. But one is get really clear on what you want. Like, what are your goals? I do think we just go through the day, we go through the motions all the time. And sometimes we're like, what am I even doing? Like, what is this all for? What's like the end goal? So that's the first place we'll start. Second, yes, we jump into your calendar, your actual, you know, we're working on it, looking at it, being like, where do we make space then for the things you say you really want to do? What do we have to let go of? You know, where is it going to, where is it going to fit in? And so we work on that. Then in order to make that really successful, we've got to have systems and processes. So that's the third thing. Like you could have a great goals, you can put them on your calendar, but we all know it falls apart, right? If there's not some type of system behind it. So we work through that. The fourth part is some type of delegation team building that could be outsourcing to your kids, to a babysitter or to a team member, to an editor, you know, there, it, the whole gamut, but it's something getting some stuff off your plate because we can't do everything. And then the fifth piece, is boundaries, like just putting up boundaries and communicating. Because again, we could do all the right things. We can have the goals, put it on the calendar, have the systems, all that. But if you don't, if you can't like hold uphold the boundary of saying, this is when I'm going to do this. This is when I'm going to focus. This is what you're going to do. You know, if you can't communicate that, it all risks failure again. So we kind of work on all these parts and we get pieces of these parts working together. Things work a lot more smoothly. Dude, I need, I need her in my life. No, you know, and I was like, when she said, yeah, delegate, I was like, man, my wife is really good at that. You need need to look at my honey do list. I got it in my back pocket as we speak. Literally. (laughs) She's a client, (laughs) (laughs) not just a friend, but a client. client, That's awesome. So today we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about intention. Like, uh, can you kind of set us up or start us off with, uh, with, I, I mean, I, I'm going to put the ball in your court. What is it? Absolutely. In this world, what does intention mean? All right. So I'll give you an example. So let's say you have, like you mentioned, you have a, a hundred things on this list for this new, for this new show, right? You have this giant list and in your mind, and you might be really organized. Like I got it all down on paper. I wrote my list. And in your mind, you're like, I'm going to get through these like 20 of these things today. Right. Cause it just, it seems to all make sense. You're like, I can totally like get through these at the end of the day. Let's say you got through 10 right? You finished 10 of them and they're, they're good. Like, you know, you did a lot of work, you did 10. What is it that you really think about at, okay, you're going to bed at night. What is it that's on your mind typically? It's like the 10 I didn't get done, right? You're always focused on everything I didn't get done. And and by the way, those 10 are going to be on top of the 10 that are already on my list. Right, right, right. And so I think this is where, this is really where intention comes in is that in our mind, 
we feel like we can get these all done. It, it seems reasonable, but there is a reason that we can't, right? And what that what we end up doing then is just having these very self-sabotaging feelings about ourselves. We feel like I'm never going to get through this. I feel like a loser. I can never finish what I set out to do. You know, all these like bad thoughts happen. Where if we were really intentional about what we had to get done, it was not just a list, but deciding these are the ones that are most important. This is the time on my calendar where I'm actually looking and going to fit these in. Then maybe you realize, you know, that 20 was so unrealistic. That was not even, there was no way I could, you know, I could have done that. It's going to take me 18 hours. But, you know, if I'd focused on this top, maybe you had these like five or six that I could really do. I'm going to do them. I'm going to complete them. And then I'm going to feel great at the end of the day because I actually completed what I set out to do. So that's why intention is so important because you feel so much better. You feel so much more accomplished which then gets you motivated for the next day and feeling inspired, right? Who wants to go to bed feeling like crap, that didn't get anything done. You want to feel go to bed being like, hey, I did what I set out to do. So that's why intention is so, so, so important. It really gets you more realistic about your expectations for the day. So, so when I'm making my list, is it important to prioritize then and just in case I don't get all 20 things done? Yes. Yes. So for sure, because you're not going to get the 20. And we know this. It's funny. We all know it. We go, we go through it every day. Every day we have a list. Every day we don't get through it. Yet we make the same, you know, we make another list the next day. So yeah, so take that. And here's what I would challenge everyone to do is take your long list and then just pick your top five, just the top five. Okay. Everything after the top five is gravy. If you get 10 done, 20 done, fantastic. Great. You're going to feel amazing. Right. But just pick your top five. So how do you prior, how do you pick? Because you're like, everything is equally important. And the truth is it might be, there might be 10 things that are equally important, but you've got to put a stake in the ground and pick the top five that again, make you feel most successful. That's the question I always ask myself. What will I feel the best if I get through these before I go to bed tonight? Pick those and put them on a separate list. So get them off the giant to-do list with the 40 tasks, right? Just keep your five because that's how you're going to stay focused because here's what's going to happen. Let's say you have a, a list with 40 and you're just circling your top five or you, you know, you highlight them, whatever you look when every time you go to look at that list, you're going to see, you're going to get distracted by the other 50 things. And you're, you're going to get either paralyzed. Like how often do we just get paralyzed? You're like, I don't even know what to do. Or you're going to get so overwhelmed or you're going to get so distracted, start working on 10 other things. So if you want to be really intentional Take the five and put them on another list. Like a sticky note is fine. Don't overcomplicate this. You know, another piece of paper, whatever. I like sticky notes personally because you can just stick them on your laptop and like take them with you wherever you're going. Um, that's how simple this can be. Do you use any or do you recommend using like any of the to-do like apps or anything? I do. I and I and I love them and think there's many great choices, but I don't think it's a first step. I think the first step is do what I, you know, what I just suggested, get into that, that practice. Let me get a list and let me pick my top five. If you find it's really great. I put it on my notes app. Fantastic. You like Evernote, you like Trello, you like Monday. There's just no right. For me, that's a tool. It's really the yeah. strategy behind it that matters. So I don't care what tool you use really. Uh, like I said, it could be a sticky note, but don't, and then people tend to get caught up in the tool. That's what I feel like we we're like, this isn't right. What's the right one. We spend weeks right. researching it. So get the sticky note. If that's what it takes to start, right. you know, and, and start with that when you nail it, sure. Then go find it, go, you know, go find a tool. Okay. So a lot of our listeners are small business owners, you mm -hmm. know, um, and, and where 
we can have the we can have the list in front of us and we can have you know we can be really good at, at, at that top five but as small business owners everything is so fluid yep right like so there 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 will come up stuff that happens in the day that we have to address in the day what's what's kind of the strategy for that so just going back just for a second back to the top five when you are pick those five schedule them on your calendar and I'll tell you why this is important as things come in so Take those five and put them on the calendar. And it might feel like that's just, it's so little. It's only five things. Yeah, well, between all your hair appointments and your sessions and your personal doctor's appointments and picking up your kids and all the other things, you'll be amazed how quickly, you know, five, you only have a few, a couple hours sometimes in a day. You know, we don't have a lot of times. You just mentioned you're in meetings, five meetings today. We don't have a lot of time. So put those on there actually like on your calendar as if it's an event, as if it's a doctor's appointment, as if it's a hair client, right? You put them on there. So when those are on there now, let's say you're right. Other things come in during the day or like some emergency, some urgency. So number one, say about that. Is it truly urgent? Is it truly an emergency? I believe that we're just, we have trained ourselves now to believe that every single thing that comes in needs to be taken care of right then. Every email, every text, every phone call, every, you know, every communication cannot wait. We, you know, we have to respond. We have to be reactive. So the first thing is to really step back and say, is this a true emergency? Am I going to lose this client? And, you know, is something else really in danger of, you know, going awry or am I just a product of reactivity right now? So that's the first thing. And 90% of the time, 95% 95% of the time, it is not an emergency. It can wait. I'm not saying it can wait a week, but it could probably wait an hour. It could probably wait two hours, right? It could wait to the end of the day. So that's the first thing, determine that. And then when you determine, okay, you know what? This is something I have to take care of by the end of the day. End of the day sorry. Go back to your schedule. Now you have it all plotted out because you have your top five in there and then figure out what has to move. Something's got to give. Something's got to change. Either something on that five You've got to shorten it. You got to delegate something. We got to push something to tomorrow. We've got to push back. I know, on some, like something has to give. And that's the thing. What I think what we do is something comes in that we think is important. A, it's not important. B, we take care of it right away. We blow off the whole calendar, and then we're like, ah, oh, forget it. You know what? I can't keep up right. with any of this, and you know, it just all goes, just goes off. So just, just for a little bit of clarity, so you're saying like. If I need to make a phone call with Tony, like, let's say, so I actually mark that in my schedule from 11 to 1130, I'm going to have a phone call with Tony. And then from 1130 to 12, I'm going to execute putting out my email or whatever. So you're, you're, you're saying, don't just put on your, your calendar, say, I got to do these top five things, but actually allocate them literal, literal, physical well, literal and physical are weird when you say time because they're neither, they're neither one of those things. Right. However, but you put it onto your onto your time calendar. Is 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 is, is that the strategy? One hundred percent. Like you're treating this just like a paying client. Like you're getting that on there, and what it does, it actually lets you visually see how much time you have. Because I mentioned, we think we can get through twenty things or ten things. There is this major gap and. There's, and I'm sure there's some brain science behind this of what we see on a list and the time we actually have. There's this massive gap from what we think we can get done and what we can actually achieve. Bro, so when you see you, it on a calendar, last you, week yeah. I had a 10 minute job and it took me almost an hour to do because I couldn't get my printer to work. And then, you know, then mm-hmm. after I threw it through the wall, I had to go and like put it back together so I could get the, uh, so I could get it to work. It was crazy. Yeah. It was like, I thought it was gonna take me two seconds, you know, like. It, it literally, the time I allocated was like to print it. 
And then an hour right. later, I'm still messing with the printer. Right. Like, how, come they, how come printers haven't gotten any better in, in, in 25 years? I, I don't know. I don't understand that. Don't ask me, but, but yeah. And so, yeah, and that's another good point. You always buffer, buffer everything. Now, granted something you thought two minutes probably wouldn't have buffered an hour, but I would maybe buffer 15 minutes because everything takes longer than we think. Another benefit of putting things actually on your calendar is you'll start getting better at estimating your time. Like example, when I write my newsletter, or my blog every week, I mean, I was in denial for like literally years. I'd be like, oh, I'll be done in 60 minutes. I'll always be done an hour. I always block an hour, block an hour, block an hour. It never took me an hour. It is a two hour thing, right? It just takes me that long to write it, to get it up to whatever it just, it, but until I would just put it on the calendar and a week after week, realizing it didn't take me an hour, then finally I'm like, okay, where do I block an hour one day and an hour, another day that week to get it done? It just, it makes you a better time estimator. If you start going through this simple practice. I'm glad you, did you have something? No, I was, I'm okay. I, I'm glad you said that because you have to start. Right. You have to start doing it and you will get better. You know, I think sometimes just starting, I mean, as if everything in life and not just it's funny that it, it, there's some there's some meta thing here about productivity. But no, what we want to start, there, there's always the hesitation to start. Right. And, and, and if you struggle with organization, obviously, this is the key to organization. Oh, yeah. Because that's yeah. that's me. That's you know, I, I'm like that. I'll have my list. I don't take off my top five, but I, I don't organize the list. And and I. I'm like just everybody else. At the end of the day, I'm like, God, you know, I need to get nothing done, and I need to get done. So I need I got to- so much to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. but- yeah. No, it's, it's squirrel. We're all squirrels. We're all, you know, we have like quote unquote ADD. You know, everything's being thrown at us twenty four seven. And so, yeah, this is it's a simple, simple strategy. Is like get it on the calendar, stay focused on those ones, and yeah, things will have to shift, and they shift fine. But at least you're visually seeing what's shifting, so you can better estimate and your time and have better expectations on it. I love that. Yeah. Now I'm going to write it down today when we're done with the podcast, because we have, like Corey said, we have a show coming up. My daughter's having uh, a little girl in the next day or two. And so we're going to have uh, her, her son, my grandson with us. Well, for can you have days. her schedule that? Can, can you ever like uh, have that baby? Like on your <laughs> Right. I know. And then I got the list that my wife gave me this morning, you know, to get done. And I, just yeah, I'm feeling overwhelmed already. But just talking to you just now, I can I can almost feel clarity. Right. Yeah. And then here's the other thing: you become a better communicator. Okay. So now let's say you have put these five on your day, on your list, on, on your schedule, rather. Sorry. And so now when you get a phone call from someone, and can you do this for me, or can we set up a an appointment today or tomorrow? Now you look at your schedule realistically, right? And you're like, oh, actually, and you may not say I have time blocked for this, but you're like, oh, actually my, my afternoon's pretty busy. Could we do that tomorrow? Could I give you a call back tonight? Because otherwise when we see white space, like in between the meetings, it's just blank white space. Immediately our brain goes to, I'm free. Oh, what can I do for you? Yes, 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 yes. And again, I'm not suggesting that anyone not be responsive and not, but now you can do it on your terms, right? You, when you're in control of your day, you feel so much more empowered. You're like, I'm kind of calling the shots. Okay, maybe I will Maybe I will take that call this afternoon, but I'm going to move something. Or maybe I will decide, you know what, that's more important. Can we talk tomorrow? But you just start speaking from and communicating and making decisions, like you said, and have clarity from such a more empowered in control place. So it's, just, it's a great feeling for your confidence as well. I love it. Yeah. You know, it's so good. 
Murdo, you mentioned that you have a um, you have a newsletter. Like, how can somebody sign up for the newsletter, or you know, how can people find you? Yeah, come on over to lifeisorganized.com. That's the best way to find out all the stuff. I have a podcast, book, blog, you know, but podcast is great. Since obviously those who are listening like podcasts, so that might be a great way to get to know each other. And there's a free training there too. I love it. I, I can't believe that you found life is organized. Like you, you know. Think, like you know, like that would have been taken like the first the first year we had like uh, access to uh to, to what do you call them URLs or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. a long time ago. I started my career as a as a home organizer, professional organizer. So I had that name, and then um, then just I, I morphed into productivity. So, so so your original business was like organizing one's closet or one yes. thing? Really? Yep. Yep. Before the home edit or the container store, Marie Kondo, before all that was a thing. Uh, yeah. Just go and do pantries and closets and offices and garages. Um, but one of the, actually why I moved then into productivity was I realized that most people, I was teaching them these strategies and coaching on it, but they couldn't find the time to do it. Right. They couldn't make it a priority. Right. And, I, and I realized that the foundation was really in time management and productivity before you could even get to that organization. So now, can, do, can, yeah. can someone like say, hey, Murdu, uh, we want you to come live with us for two weeks. And, uh, <laughs> 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 it's like that super nanny. Remember that show Super Nanny a long right. time ago? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it just, should be like that. Everybody's life organized. And, and, yeah. and oh, my God. Yeah. Dude. We, I need you so bad. <laughs> I know. It's, so great. it's actually funny because like in the salon world, there's a lot of salons out there that are like, you know, space wise, you know, space wise yes. uh, to be organized, you know? Yeah, no, we do. But I do both because it's all integrated. Life is integrated, right? Like work and professional and I mean, sorry, and personal. And so, and so where our workspace is, everyone's mostly hybrid. And mm -hmm. so there's just so much, you know, time and space organization that really has to work together. Is this something that came about that, that, that you are naturally organized or is it, or, or was there some kind of like training or, 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 or the power of your parents whip kind of thing? Definitely naturally, naturally organized. My parents are insane in a good way. Like so, so organized. And I was growing up every single thing they still are to this day. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely inherited that gene. However, I was not good at managing my time and productivity. So that's something I really had to learn when I became a business owner, uh, probably like many business owners, working my tail off, always on, you know, I felt like I was in demand all the time and I was struggling. I was like, I just can't, I can't do it all. My kids are missing me. My husband, you know, just, it was not working. And I really just went down a self-development path personally on this. I'm like, I've got to learn how to prioritize better and be a better manager of my time and uh, get better systems in place. And after I was, I went through that process and it's life-changing in every perspective. That's actually part of as well, how I evolved into this side of it. Like I was like walking the walk now and now it was like, okay, I have the organization down, but now I really know how to manage my time and my day and my priorities. So that's, amazing. that's how it came to be. That's amazing. Wow. One of the strategies that I use is um, I don't do it now that we're doing the show, but I'll start back in April is on Sundays. I put my, I leave my phone in my room Good for you. you know, because, because it's like, and it's so weird. I know I've, I've talked about this, I think a couple of times on the podcast. It's so weird that if it's in my pocket, I'm connected to it. But once I leave it like in my bedroom, two minutes later, I don't even think about it. But if it's in my pocket, like it's like, like I'm hearing like fake ding. I hear fake dings and my phone's on silent. 
<laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You go bing, and I go, oh, someone, you know, it's like such a weird kind of thing, you know? And my phone's been on silent for like two and a half years. It's not like a new thing, you know what I mean? It's yeah. so crazy. You know, there's some research that shows if the phone is even within a foot of you, like how much, when it could be not nothing, no dings, no rings, no notifications, and how much our anxiety goes up just because it's near us. And um, I wish I knew the exact number, but it, it was a lot. And so, yeah, I think that's so smart. Just get it out of sight. Yeah, that and it, it's it's hard to leave the room, but once I'm gone, it's like I don't think about it. And you're yeah. so much more engaged with like your space. Yeah, you know, absolutely, so much, so more, much more present. Yeah. So if you try to get in touch with me on Sundays after April, like uh, you know, <laughs> I'll talk to you Monday morning. Good for you. That's, that, that's, that's a great boundary. That's a great boundary right there. Yeah, I'll get I'll get back to you Sunday night. Murdo, thank you very much. We're very much looking forward to our next edition, our next uh, episode, which is going to be about attention. So uh, productivity attention. I can't wait to get into that because I'm I, I'm kind of curious as to what that even means, you know? Yeah, can't wait to jump in. Awesome. Murdo, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends. Give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.